welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, this is going to be interesting because he doesn't get this, okay? Of course, we're talking about the He Gets Us campaign. It's on the Super Bowl ads uh, uh, last week, and um, it's been making some rounds culminating with this ad from the Super Bowl. And I was asked to look into this a little bit, and uh, when I first looked at it, I see you look at the site, and it's woke. That's the first thing we can say, just by looking at the site, looking at how they're messaging it and whatever else. Now, uh, you have to understand there's a lot of weird stuff going on, and there is no way I can cover everything involved in here in a daily walk. This is a brief summary of some of the things that I found, and I'm planning a deep dive sometime uh, fairly soon. So, of course, the website is hegetsus.com, and they've been pushing ads out uh, and billboards out with basic, simple messages. He gets us. Jesus was born to a team mom. He gets us. Jesus was a refugee. He gets us. Uh, enter woke agenda here. And that is literally what the principle is. Now, um, the, um, the person behind—there's um, no real one person behind it. All of the funding comes from the founder of Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby creates a separate organization. I think it's the signatory, which runs the campaign through another proxy in order to create this, um, this campaign that they have going out. And to me, it would appear that the entire thing is a portion to collect big data and then feed big data into probably the least discerning churches of our nation. That's really what I'm seeing as I'm looking around. I'm seeing a lot of real problems with their messages and their approach. And then I listened to some interviews with Vanderground, who is the uh, spokesperson for the group. He literally says in one of the comments that, you know, when people start by it's quoting the scripture, it's not really the right solution. So talking to Jesus by quoting the scripture is not the right solution. That right there tells you this is an organization that has no bearing in the truth. But then I went through and I looked at a lot of the things and I looked at uh, the different videos. They have the birth, right? Which is all this teenage girl. And of course they have, they're trying to relate the biblical messages to modern trends. So a teenage girl takes a pregnancy test and she's pregnant, but it's not her boyfriend's, but he promises to raise him and all this kind of stuff. It completely misses the entire element that, you know, God, the prophet, and the angels showing up in the middle of the story to tell them what to do. They talk about Jesus was a refugee. No, they fled their territory to another part of the same kingdom. Uh, as one person said, it's basically going from, from Texas to Missouri. Hilariously, I just left Texas, and, you know, I'm pretty close to Missouri. Um but uh, I can tell you, I didn't really leave the country. I'm not a refugee. I might look like it right now, um, but that's perfectly okay. In my opinion, what is going on here is a massive data collection campaign. And the data collection campaign is being forced into collecting a bunch of data in order to use it for various purposes. So I just did a deep dive looking at being forced to agree to terms of service. Uh, the video is not out yet, but I have the scripts all written. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can go and read the article yourself. It's over on Patreon, Subscribestar, uh, Locals. Uh, all those are on my the Switch to Linux channel. Uh, Patreon is shared among all of my networks. So that is certainly involved in there. And one of the things in there we talked about very briefly, we touched on it, which I'm going to do a, uh, an exclusive deep dive video on that, um, is the idea that um, what happened is people going to church 
you know, you fill out your attendance or whatever at the church. And then the church started outsourcing their membership directories to these big conglomerates. And very few people know about this, but your information is shared in one giant online database with thousands and thousands of other churches. It's effectively uh, Christian big data. And they specifically say they will use this data to market to people. They will use this data for all sorts of interesting purposes. And I have to understand most of the churches that buy into these platforms are the church growth guys, which have aligned themselves completely with the WEF. This is insane. All right. So if you go and follow the campaign and go to the website, hegetsus.com, they have all the videos, articles, and things. And then, of course, you can uh, give them data in the form of a, sh a story or whatever else to get free hats and t-shirts and stuff like that. They have a take action button, which I guess will send you into, you know, find a local church. The problem is all that information is feeding into another third-party company called Glue. It wouldn't surprise me I didn't dig into it. It wouldn't surprise me if Glue is also connected to the same group behind all of this, which is just another big data, big trend church, which has a lot of lack of soundness. I did fill out their contact form uh, with a proxy email, and I'll see what happens, although I have to close the proxy email soon. It's been a couple hours, haven't heard anything, so chances are uh, they're just going to pass that on to somebody, um, and then some local, probably woke church is going to email me back, whatever else, but of course I won't have the proxy email by then, so we'll figure it out. But then, of course, uh, when I was listening to the uh, interview with Vandergaard, he says, well, the greatest thing, or just all about people like going to the website and just clicking the button and just, and just reading, um, you know, reading the plans. And it's like, the people are actually going to the Bible and they're not, they're not. Okay. So there's five reading plans. I looked at all of the free samples available on all five of those reading plans. They are all effectively the same. This is again, tying in data to you version. You should not be using Uversion. It is a massive app that does nothing but collects your data and uses that for all sorts of interesting marketing purposes. Read the privacy policy of it. It literally has gives access. You have to do it on your phone. It gives access to your phone, your contacts, uh, your email, your payment info, everything on your phone that has access to, and then they use this to build profiles. Uversion, by the way, is built by a big online church growth movement church. All right, but that being said, sure, you can use it to read different versions. If you're on an Android and Bible, completely free and open source, completely offline, you just need to go online to grab the sword modules, which you can actually get from third-party sources. You can download them off of Tor, put them on a USB drive, and send them over to your phone. Okay, if you're really concerned and you should be that concerned with big data. So let's go ahead and look at um, day one. So this is the He Gets Us reading plan, which Vandergaard says, oh, people are going to the Bible. Here is what their day one is. Day one, He Gets Us. Jesus shook things up. When you turn on your device just now, it likely flashed today's date. No matter what you believe about Jesus, his life split history in two, the years coming before him, B.C., and the 2,000-plus years that have followed after him. If you've wondered, why should it matter who someone from 2,000 years ago on the other side of the earth, what difference does it make to me? That's a great question. Who is the real Jesus? He's portrayed by miscellaneous groups in every generation. To answer that question, it helps to go to the source. In his day, Jesus' enemies accused him of enjoying himself too much at parties, hanging out with the wrong people. They feared him because he challenged the norm. Look closely, you'll see that Jesus was fearless, never backing down for doing what's right, vulnerable, allowing us to get close enough to know him, compassionate, entering into our pain. 
And what makes his invitation to us all the more meaningful is that his world was as mean-spirited and divisive as ours today. Long before COVID, fear and other contagions were also viral, yet Jesus stepped into people's space, bringing the anxiety, uh, the anxious, comfort, the sick, healing, and joy to everyone who welcomed him in. Jesus, he showed up. He sat across from people at the dinner table. He wept at the family funerals. He invited people to know him. He taught him how to live in a dysfunctional world. His was too. His, world, uh, his words weren't just as radical for the first century. They're still extreme today. No one cares like that, except he did. He insisted on human dignity that every person matters. No one teaches like that. Yet, the change he ushered in still reverberates today. The way Jesus called out the toxic religious and political systems turns history upside down. He is radical in any decade, which makes him worthwhile model to live by today. But how? Let's explore his life together. He came to show, not tell. Match his words and his actions. You might be surprised what you find. Sounds like we've really turned to the Bible, haven't we? But they do give us one scripture, which is John 14, 27. Uh, which they're linking to you version, which is Bible.com and King James Version. Uh, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So that is what Vandergaard declares we are being, people are coming to the site and going and reading the Bible. No, you're reading somebody's interpretation of something through societal lenses, linking back to what might be found in the Bible. Now, you have to understand what Vandergaard says here is that um, the, they created this campaign because everybody looks at, it looks at Jesus as, as uh, Jesus followers specifically as, as an extremist group. Why is this happening? We got to rebrand Jesus because everyone sees it as extreme. Really? Jesus told us this was going to happen. It's in John 15, 18, and 19. John 15, 18, and 19. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me first. If the world loved you, you would be of the world. Okay? That's exactly what the premise is. The reason we are called extremists for simply believing and following Jesus is exclusively, simply, and exclusively because we are following Jesus and we are doing the words. We are not hateful. We are not out there pushing hate fingers. That is a literally what the Democratic Party is telling the world we are because it thinks that we should do things like not kill babies growing inside of our bodies and not stand up for the basic principles like work and like care and like responsibility and things like this, which are all found rooted in the scripture. He Gets Us Campaign is a woke organization. It is tied into the nation's worst churches as part of a big data collection company in order to filter it in and send everybody to the worst and wokest churches where people will continue to not hear from the scriptures, they will continue to not know Jesus, but they might be part of a de facto quasi-Christian community. He Gets Us is dangerous, and God does not get the He Gets Us campaign. I'm going to definitively say that, and we'll uh, wrap this one up here for now. I'm going to do a deeper dive into this in the future. Just be aware, if you want to know what it takes to know Jesus, this is what you need. You don't need to read some weirdo's uh, socio-political interpretation of what's going on and how Jesus might have somehow related. 
This tells you everything you need to know. And when you find people who are getting in, opening this up and applying this to the world around us, you are going to find the most loving and caring people ever. And if you might say, well, they're not loving and caring. They seem to think that um, I shouldn't have the right to choose whether I get an abortion or not. Yeah, it's because that is a human being growing inside of you and every human being has the right to life. If you don't understand that, I'm sorry, you just don't understand God. And we do not have a responsibility as Christians to be soft for the world. We have the responsibility to preach the truth of God. In as loving a way as possible, but Jesus said it's going to be impossible because the world hates us. We cannot rebrand Jesus for our current world. The world hates us. We're going to leave this one here today. Look forward to that deep dive coming in uh, in the upcoming weeks. Thanks for watching. Have a look over the website, rwalkinchrist.com, for resources to help you teach and study the Bible. With that, thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.